Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. You're listening to All the Shit I've Learned Abroad. I'm Andrea Gillis. And I'm Steph Page. We're two Canadian expats now living in Australia and the UK. Between the two of us, we've been through the ringer in our travels, experiencing missed flights, volcanic eruptions, and even a terrorist attack. It's not all that extreme, though. We've also experienced heartwarming, life-changing moments and met amazing people along the way. So kick back and listen to all the shit I've learned abroad. Welcome to another episode of All the Shit I've Learned Abroad. I'm Andrea. And I'm Steph. Hi, Steph. Um, Steph and I, just a, a, a heads up. Steph and I are both really ill at the moment. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm just getting over I can't over even believe I pulled it together. <laughs> yeah, Steph has been up. Like, I got a text. I don't know what time it was in Melbourne, like 3 o'clock in the morning. And she's, or it was a voice memo. And you sounded like shit. I'm sorry. <laughs> but you did. <laughs> I know. I've been voice noting everyone all day being like, pity me. Yeah, I do pity you. And I, yeah, I'm just getting over this fucking awful bug. Like, I don't know what it was. I was at a wedding in France this weekend. And I was sitting there during the ceremony, just hoping that I don't pass out. Um, I made it through, though. Had some wine. Survived. I'm here to... I live to tell the tale. So, anyways, if we, we sound... We made it to uh, live. Yeah. If we, another day. If we sound a little bit uh, different, that's why. Hopefully, I think, maybe hopefully, we just sound a little bit sexier. We've got that, like, raspy thing going. Definitely what it is. Yeah, for sure. We have to give a Patreon shout-out this week. Oh, Patreon shout out. Yes. Thank you so much to Megan from here in Melbourne, who I believe is another expat out of Canada. Nice. Thank you so much Thanks, for your Megan. generous donation. Amazing. We appreciate it so much. She actually donated at the level where, um, you know, if she reaches out, she's going to come on, join us on an episode. Ooh. to talk about one of her travel experiences. First, first guest. That yeah. would be exciting. Um, well, we will definitely set that up at some point. And as always, guys, if you want to donate to this podcast to help us keep this podcast going, then please visit our Patreon account. What's the account name, yep. Steph? Patreon.com slash all the shit I've learned abroad. Perfect. Steph manages yes. all that shit. I never remember the names. <laughs> <laughs> also want to let everyone know. That if you're in the Melbourne area, October 19th, uh, True, Crime, True Crime Island is hosting their third anniversary party and we're co-hosting with a couple other podcasts. So we're going to have True Crime Island, 
me from all the shit I've learned abroad. We're going to have Andrea. We're somehow going to have to Skype her and send <laughs> her beer on Uber at 6 a.m. I'll be there in spirit. <laughs> and we'll have a bloody murder and true blue, true crime. Amazing. So, yeah. So it'll be good. Come on down. That's at the retreat in Brunswick, October 19th, 4 p.m. Awesome. Hopefully uh, we'll see you guys there. You won't see me. I'll be, as Steph said, in London. And I mean, it's hard recording a podcast in two totally different (laughs) countries, but we manage. We manage. I know. And you, I get so excited about these things and you handle it so well. And I know as soon as you go and do something in London without me, I'm going to be like, I want to be there. (laughs) We both have FOMO. It's fine. We'll just, um, (laughs) you know, we'll get our private jets up and running and... We'll be able to do, yeah. do this more often. Uh, just kidding. We Easy. definitely don't have private well, jets. Well, and we can enjoy. We can afford those private jets. Why? Oh, because we know how to <laughs> save for traveling. Great segue, Steph. Oh, I thought that so. was good. I, that was so clever. That was really good. Well done. Um, yeah, we Steph and I are are I, I think experts in uh, being able to save for mm-hmm. traveling budget properly. We've talked about budgeting, but. Um, we do get asked a lot. It's like, how do you find the money to put away and to save in order to travel? And the short answer to that is, you know, we just do it. I feel like everyone can save money for traveling. It's ultimately just up to your priorities in life, but we're going to take you through a few, a few examples, how you can do this stuff that we've done in the past in order to fund trips or, our moves abroad. Um, and yeah, we talk about this all the time. We, we always say that anyone is able to travel. It's just whether or not you do it. And I guess mm-hmm. the, you know, whole saving money aspect to it is same thing. You just got to do it. Just do it. Just do it. Yeah. <laughs> Why do we have so many Nike references? I don't know. I don't think I even own a single Nike thing. <laughs> oh, all right. I think we should first talk about, because a lot of people come, they think, oh, you know, well, you're really good at saving money. So I think just to emphasize how different you and I are, you've always been, I find, from my perspective, mm. really good at, really responsible. You're really good at saving. And I was not. Like, for me, it was a learning curve. I went from, like, when I moved to London with you, I did not save enough money. Yeah. Like you, I think you saved, like, six or seven times what I did. <laughs> And, and probably there's probably a correlation to me moving home and you <laughs> staying there. Yeah. So for me, it's been a learning curve. So I want to say for anyone who thinks they're not good at saving, you just it's you got to, I guess, learn yeah. the hard way sometimes and force yourself. Do you think I, I taught you maybe a little bit or no? Oh, definitely. <laughs> I, to be fair, growing up. Yeah, I, I didn't have to learn it. I, I came uh, from a household of my my dad was a Mr. Save, Save, Save. And from mm-hmm. a young age, we were like, my sister and I were always taught, put your money away, save it for a rainy day or, you know, whatever. Budget it for if it's if you want to travel, if you want to buy a property. Yeah, I always was good at saving, uh, saving mm-hmm. money. So for me, it was never really a struggle. And it's something I still I still do to this day. I always put a chunk of money away. But it's difficult for some people. They don't know how to do that. And, and I guess it goes down to... Um, you know, not being able to budget their lives properly. But yeah, we talk about, so when Steph and I first decided we wanted to move abroad, the first thing that uh, popped into my head, I was like, right, I need to save money because 
our thought was when we get over there, we might not be able to get jobs straight away. You want to have that little nest egg of money um, just to rely mm-hmm. on in terms of, yeah, paying for, we were staying in a hostel at the time, um, paying for bills and being able to go out as well and just enjoy our time. We didn't want to move over there and, you know, not socialize and start making friends. So right. the, the first thing that came to mind, I'm like, how can I save a bit of extra money? And I ended up getting a second job. Now, a lot of people wouldn't consider doing that. Um, I had already, I was already working full time. I was working a nine to five job, uh, in, at a radio station and everyone knows radio doesn't fucking pay. So, uh, there was no way I was going to be able to take any savings from my salary there and put it away for the amount that I wanted to put away. Um, so yeah, I ended up taking a part-time job in a bar on the side and I worked evenings, I worked weekends and thankfully in Canada, you make money on tips. So I hustled. I feel like I hustled. Like Steph, you remember I was working probably 70 hours a week between my full-time job and then the bar job. Um, and when I told people I was working two jobs, like some people thought I was crazy, but in my head, I'm like, well, this is what I need to do. And I didn't even phase me. I didn't, I didn't think twice about working, uh, and even working a bar job. Some people were like, oh, you're working in hospitality and they kind of, that attitude. do you know what I mean? And it didn't, again, it didn't even phase me. I was like, Hey, I need money and this is what I'm going to do. So I guess that's my first tip guys. Like if you want to save money to be able to travel and you want to do it quickly, don't, I guess, look down on potentially working a second job and don't be embarrassed about it. Uh, Definitely. And I got to say, I didn't do this for when we moved to London, but when I went on my around the world trip and I said, okay, I don't want to make the same mistake I did. Like I really need a huge chunk of change to Mm. save for this trip. I, and this was a bit crazy, but Mm. it was what I needed to do also. I went to, I went and registered at a temp agency. Yeah. And I did it for a time, like a month on, month off, or else I would have just completely burned myself out. But I got a job at a temp agency and I was working my day job Mm. from about nine to four every day, going home, sleeping. And then I was working in a factory on the night shift from 11 p.m. till 7 a.m. And then getting ready and going to my day job. So I would do that for a few weeks. Then it, it got, it, it, get, it takes physical toll on you. So I'd have to take a couple weeks off and then I'd go back to it. Yeah. And I was banking all that money from the temp agency right into yes. my travel savings. That's exactly what I did with the bar job. And, and thankfully yeah. at the bar job, it was, you know, the tips were kind of cash in hand. So that was nice. But I, well, and I got to say it's, it's, it's a lot. And looking back, I look back on it and I can't believe I'm like, oh, I can't believe I did that. But at the time, it was just what I needed to do. Yeah, it's it was sad, and and that was it for for me. I was what twenty twenty four at the time. Um, mm-hmm. I sacrificed my social life. I sacrificed pretty much every weekday evening, all weekends. I sacrificed, and it was to the point I used to make like my friends come to the bar I worked at <laughs> to come hang out, <laughs> and actually it was. Aww. It was a pretty fun bar to work in because we would totally just like sneak booze behind the bar. And yeah, so we were, we were kind of having fun. It was, do you know what? I have to say working in the bar was great. I loved it. I was kind of like, can I do this full time and then do my radio job on the side? Um, but yeah, I, I had to make sacrifices and it's all about making sacrifices. If, uh, you know, if traveling is something you want to do, and I guess that takes us to our next point, it's your priorities in life. So 
Mm-hmm. I sometimes, you know, Steph and I, we do travel a lot. And some of the comments I hear from people, and they say mm-hmm. it kind of, I guess they're being a bit sarcastic, but I hear a lot like, oh, it must be nice to be able to travel so much. Like, I guess some of these comments, they come from like friends of mine that have kids. And I'm like, well, yeah, okay, fine. Maybe you can't just travel at the drop of a hat like I can. But some of them, it's more comments around me being able to afford it. Um, yeah. And the big thing with me, I'm like, my priority in life of all the things I do, um, traveling is is up there. So yeah. I prioritize putting money away for that versus other things in life. And a lot of these people that make these comments are the ones they spend 10 pounds a day on lunch, like every day. I have been a brown bagger since I was probably about... 21. For those of you that don't know, a brown bagger is when you bring your, your lunch into work, you know, in the, yeah. in the brown paper bag. Um, I have been bringing my lunch in for years. And I know it sounds like such a small thing, but if you actually start calculating how much you would spend every day on lunch at work and then you multiply that by years, like, it adds up. It's a lot of fucking money. Mm-hmm. Um, so, well, and the thing is, I was just going to say, I... I had to do the same thing, and I was very much someone who was used to going out. I loved having lunch with everyone, and, you know, you go out, you have lunch, if everyone's having a drink, next thing you know, we're spending 30 bucks. Yeah, and you're doing that. A couple times a week. Exactly. Three, four times a week, it adds up. It adds up to yeah. quite a lot. <laughs> and that and that's the thing, my priority. I'm like, you know, it's cool. If you're one of those people, you want to eat out every day, or even for dinner, you know, I don't go for dinner a lot. I'm not a big, like, eating out person. If if I do spend money to go out and socialize, I'm kind of more, I go to the pub, have a couple pints, like, cheap drinks. You know what I mean? Like, a night out for me doesn't cost a lot. And that's not my yeah. priority. I'd rather I'd rather go home. If I look at my budget, I'm like, oh, you know, I don't have money for this. If I had to choose between putting money away for the next trip I want to go on or having a nice meal out, I'm going to skip the meal. And that's, yeah. again, down to my priority. So, well, it's, I mean, I think all that is to just kind of, one thing I always have to do is prioritize because since I do these big trips, sometimes I go on, I go in this pattern of, you know, big, long, extended trip, then home for a period of time, saving up for that next big, long trip. Mm. So the habits I can fall into when I go home are just really all the, com- you know, all the comfort things you like in life. So I really always have to reprioritize what are my wants and what are my needs? Ooh, yeah. Because there's things you need, obviously, your bills, your gas, your car, your whatever. And then there's the things you want. But sometimes those things that you want are, you know, what kind of makes dealing with all the needs bearable. But I was always someone, well, I am still someone who <laughs> I like to get like a manicure and pedicure every two weeks. I like yeah. to get my hair done every month. I There's... A lot of wants that I'm able to cut down on when I start saving. And it kind of sucks. Yeah. But, I mean, it would suck more not going to that place I want to go to. And that shit's expensive. I have to even say, this is funny that you brought up hair. (laughs) So I I just, like, recently... So I've been sporting the... Not bleach. I used to bleach my hair blonde for years. Um, Mm -hmm. And then I went down a couple shades. But for years, I sported this, like, super, super blonde look. And I was getting my roots done like every three months. And it's fucking expensive. Like for any men listening, I don't think you realize how expensive it is for women to get their hair done. So just to get my (laughs) roots done and a cut was like 80 pounds every three months, which doesn't seem like a, it's not a huge amount of money every three months, but 
still, I was thinking, I'm like, this money I could put away into, you know, to my, into my travel budget. And so, oh, and that's, that's cheap for Australia to get your roots yeah. done. Oh, that, every six weeks they recommend three hundred and ten bucks. Yeah, and that's yeah, the eighty pounds a month was my my cheap hairdresser in East London named Danny. Like that was like mates' rates, whatever. <laughs> um, but so I actually stopped doing that this year because I'm like I cannot afford this anymore, and I need a, a hair color or something done with my hair that's a lot more maintainable. So I've got the like the belliage look now. Steph, do you know what that is? Ooh, it's I like, do. I do. I know all the blonde I've, terms. Yeah, I've got that going on. So I've got like the blonde at the bottom, but it's like my natural roots at the top. And I got them the last time I dyed it was in like March, I think before I came to see you, Steph. And and I'm only just I'm going I'm getting it done again this weekend. But I'm like, yes, twice a year. I've totally <laughs> I have sacrificed my iconic blonde <laughs> bob look to be able to save more money for traveling. So there we go, guys. Talk about sacrifices. <laughs> I have made sacrifices. <laughs> I, can't, I can't even. Yeah. Uh, but I hear you because when I was going on my around the world trip, I knew I wasn't going to get my hair done for probably a year and I wasn't trusting anyone, you know, no. a random salon on my travels. No, you don't let I'd anyone just see the same hair. hairdresser. Yeah. For 15 years. So she, I actually grew my roots out a bit and then same thing. She did, she gave me this little balayage look, um, so that it could just grow naturally and look really good while I was on the road. And then it didn't cause I never styled it. Now you're backpacking. Now you're back to bleach. <laughs> yeah, I know. I love it. Oh, staff. It's so bad. Nobody needs bleach in their hair anymore. I go to this a lot and I'm like, give me that bleach. Like I want to smell <laughs> that bleach for days. <laughs> just like inject it into my veins. <laughs> like there's something about bleach on my head where I'm like, yes, you're fucking crazy, man. That's like serial killer behavior. <laughs> It's, it's it's so good. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think the point we're trying to make here, guys, is sacrifice. And if you're willing to sacrifice those, as Steph said, wants in life, you can't have yeah. like it's easy to do, and you'd be surprised how much money you can actually put away from just making small changes in your day to day life. Um, again, if if traveling is a priority of yours, and if it's something so important. You will find ways. Make a list. Do like Steph said. Make a list of your needs and wants. I guess put a monetary value against them, and see how much money you could actually start putting away regularly. And 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 I'm gonna make this little plug just because I'm so proud of you. Ooh, a big way you can do that is by quitting smoking. Also. Ooh. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. 
That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Okay, so I can't... Yeah. I've... No. I'm, well, I'm okay. Don't break my heart. I'm still the social smoker. Okay. Uh, Which I know it's not great. However, I stopped the everyday regular smoking habit about four years ago, <laughs> which I know I should just stop altogether. But the thing is, I don't even really socialize that much anymore because <laughs> I'm old as shit. Um, but honestly, smoking, like when I stopped buying i was probably buying i don't know two to three packs of cigarettes a week when i was a regular habitual smoker that's like Mm -hmm. how much are we talking like 50 pounds a week that's like 200 pounds a month i stopped doing that and money well and the main reason obviously for my health but i was like this shit is expensive and i knew i was smart enough to go right this is the first thing if i want to save money for anything like i need to cut this out um and that's why i stopped uh, I, yeah, the social aspect of it, I'm not going to lie. I still buy a pack of cigarettes here and there. I'm really trying to quit, guys. Mm. I promise I am. Um, <laughs> but there's nothing I love more than, like, a glass of wine or a beer with a cigarette. It's so nice. But, I mean... We'll the, get you. We'll get you out of that we'll one We'll get day. there. I mean, the nice thing when you do travel, especially around Europe, I in Milan when I went, cigarettes cost nothing. So... You know, smoke them up, guys. No, I'm kidding. Don't. No! Don't, don't, don't listen to me. But... <laughs> don't smoke don't take up smoking if you are a smoker quit now i feel like it's a good reason a lot of people who smoke know they should quit they yeah. kind of want to quit they just still enjoy it like you're saying well but if you're trying to save big money for a trip yeah that'll that'll make a dent in what you need to save. It, and i gotta say mm. i feel like we jumped we got so excited about the specific things people could do. We didn't really talk at the beginning about making a budget. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, cause I think we've talked about budget budgeting before, but I oh, know we talked about budget travel. Yeah. We talked about oh. budget oh, travel. Well then go Steph. <sighs> yeah. Give us so, a, your budget. The, the first thing I had to do was I said, okay, do, I did some research into how much other people save for around the world trips, converted it to Canadian dollars um, and then doubled it because I, I, I am someone that when I'm traveling, I do a lot of budget travel, but then I, I go big some nights and yeah, which you should, you should be able to, to sort of splash out here and there. Yeah. So I had to account for that knowing, cause a lot of the round the world budget travel trips you'll see too are from people who don't drink. Yeah. And if you, which is not us guys, <laughs> but I mean, kudos to them. Like, no, I know I I'm... admire them in a way, but I'm just not there. We're, but, we're, um... we're not there quite yet. I don't know if you and I will ever be there. <laughs> I don't know. Mm, <laughs> girls like um, to, we like to drink. So, yeah. So a lot of the around the world budget mm. travels that they had didn't include drinking. So you had to accommodate couple hundred dollars a month if you are a drinker so i was adding extra 
couple hundred a day, right? Well, I mean, <laughs> oh gosh, <laughs> I did make it home. Yeah. Um, Steph's whole budget went <laughs> to drinking. <laughs> no, but seriously, it makes a dent whether you do or whether you don't. So yeah, I had to account for that. I really came up with a budget doubled it because I didn't want to do what I did when I moved to London doubled it for the booze yeah (laughs) yeah and then so that's when I really broke down okay how much can I save from my take-home pay Mm -hmm. and then you look through your wants and you say okay what am I willing to cut out cut those out and then you say okay you look at your bills and say okay is there anything I can do and I mean this is a good practice for anyone whether you're traveling or not but look at your bills and say, okay, can I get any of these cheaper? Call your utilities yeah. and talk to them. Usually, usually they will offer you something. And like one big one for me was I rent, obviously rent for anyone is a big chunk of money, rent or your mortgage. Um, you have to take into consideration what you're going to do while you're traveling. Now, if this is for a week or two trip, you're just probably going to maybe go and leave your house. But if you're going for a longer term trip when I was, I knew I was going to give notice because I wouldn't be living there. Mm-hmm. So I was fortunate enough where when I gave notice, I was able to live with my parents. So I gave my notice, I think it was about six months before I actually planned to leave. And that right there was, I don't remember exactly what my rent was, but about over $6,000. I mean, right? Yeah. Rent and mortgage payments that's obviously the biggest biggest, that's going to be your biggest expense and some people again it goes back to sacrifices you make like moving back in with your parents if yeah if you can do it and a lot of people I guess do this if they're saving up money as well to buy a property but I mean no shame guys (laughs) I mean and my poor parents that's they had to sacrifice as well for me to go on my trip i mean don't just put up with me for that time yeah maybe check with your parents first (laughs) but i mean so that was the big one that i did i for some reason i just remember going contest crazy because i go really stir crazy when i'm not doing a lot of like i like being social yeah um so i was entering all the contests to like win i luckily i won a few where i got to go to festival like i was making up for that um expensive social stuff i was finding more savvy ways to go to these things yeah those were the things what you're like tagging people on ins i had fucking tags I, like every my other poor day friends. <laughs> oh my god it was like you've been tagged in a post by steph and i'd look i'm like oh maybe she's put up a cute photo of me and it's like some contest it's like tag seven friends like for god's sake steph stop doing this to me she doesn't give a shit she always tags me because but I keep but I've won so many that it's made it worth it why have I not been I haven't reaped the benefits of any of this so and the next time you win something that you've tagged me in you better fucking share it with me Ooh, that was aggressive uh deal all right done and you guys heard it here that's a verbal agreement and it better be something good that you win some of the stuff you tag me and I'm like what is this shit no, I only enter good stuff. Uh, questionable. But anyways, um, continue. <laughs> so, so, yeah. So back to budget. One thing that I found super helpful that I learned over time that someone else actually told me was to create a separate separate bank account. Yes. I just was, for that specific reason. I was going to bring that up because that's something I only started doing recently. 
Really? That's yeah. Pro- oh, see, I'm, you're so I'm, that's a, but, Well, that's the thing. We'd always stop. I'm good with just putting money away. So I've always had savings for whatever the reason. And I've always just taken, you know, my travel budget out of my overall savings pot. Um, but yeah, but like probably I started doing this like last year. I created a separate savings account. And now what I do, instead of putting the one chunk of money away for kind of everything, whether it's a rainy day or whether I want to save up for, I don't know, a new pair of shoes, whatever it is, um, <laughs> I'll take like half of the half of the money that I would put away anyways and put it into the savings pot. And I know that that money is there specifically for traveling. And I don't have to, because I was getting into the habit of putting stuff on like credit cards. And mm-hmm. I'm like... Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll like pay this off next month just to kind of get the points, and then I would like forget to, or it was just a bad. I, I could get my, feel myself moving into this very, I don't know, slippery slope of like going into debt over traveling, which I don't want to do. So yeah, I've got the savings pot, the travel savings pot. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I found it was really helpful for me because what I was doing was in my budget, you know, I would put X amount for rent, X amount for this, and then I would have a dedicated chunk for savings, trip savings. Mm-hmm. But when it's when that balance is just sitting in my normal checking account that I spend out of. Yeah. It's easy not to see it or to forget yes. it was savings yeah. or like it, and it was just you, I would see that balance dwindle and I'd have to remind myself and be like, oh crap, that, you know, that's what that much is supposed to be in there. Yeah. Whereas, and it was just always, you know, money goes in, you're spending money, it's going down because of your paying things, you're spending money and it didn't really feel like savings where when it's a separate account and you just see it going up and up and up. Well, it's like you... It's like it you said, it motivates you. Yeah. And it's having that like visual. That's what I mean. Like even when I log into my online banking or whatever, because I have the separate like savings account and it says, yeah. I think I've named it like, yeah, travel or trip saving, whatever it is. And I see that and it's just having that visual and I go, that is my money for traveling. So don't touch that for anything else. I think it just helps having the visual and it's mm-hmm. to say, yeah, where like even if that money's sitting there or in your checking account. It's like you said, you're more likely to spend it if it's just sitting in your checking account on just stuff. You know, you look, you look at that overall number and you think, oh, look, I've got all this money I can spend before the end of the month. And then exactly. that's when you start eating out more. That's where you, you're shopping uh, mindlessly. So I can't, I can't start, like, honestly, setting up this separate account has helped me save way more than I think I ever have and and for me to just again I don't do really super long trips but now I've been able to spend a bit more money and do kind of more like not lavish trips again I don't think any of the trips Steph and I do are lavish but (laughs) no (laughs) I can afford sort of nicer things like nicer hotels or nicer activities while I'm there so I think that was a pretty good outline by adding additional income reducing your spending I mean, really, it's as simple as that, those two things. Mm-hmm. But I've seen other people do some really savvy things. Um, yeah. So, for example, a couple I met while I was around on my round-the-world trip, they had done a lot of savings, and they were they were actually traveling with their seven- and nine-year-old daughters. So they'd pulled their daughters out of school for the year. They were homeschooling them while they travel around the world. Nice. And that was a big one where I'm like, okay, I guess if you're saving – from two incomes but still it's four people mm-hmm. four air flights like that is that's far a more lot expensive. of money that's a lot of money yeah so i said how like how do you guys afford this or how how do you do this and 
I've never seen anyone so proud of themselves and so excited to tell me something. This guy went to one of those, um, what's it called? What's that thing called? Like they have them in Florida a lot, timeshares. Oh yeah, the the, so the condo timeshares or whatever. Yeah, he, yeah. So he went to this timeshare presentation and he went in knowing what he wanted to do. And basically, because with timeshares, you get X, I don't fully understand it, but my basic understanding is you get X, one or two weeks a year over a certain period of years. And typically they have different locations all around the world. So you can pick which location Mm -hmm. and then you get the place for free, but you're responsible for covering your flight to and from. So he went into that and basically, so the number of years they, um, however many years it's good for, he negotiated with them. He said, well, well, what if I want to take, you know, all 10, 10, 20 weeks within the same year? What if I want to do that? And he said they kind of laughed because no one's ever does that. And they were like, yeah, sure, we'll we'll throw that in the deal, that if you want to use them all in one year, you can. He said, oh, okay. And he got it in the deal, but there wasn't um, a clause that said he couldn't cancel if you know, after one or two years. Right. So because they didn't institute that clause, he used those timeshares all around the world while he was traveling. So they paid almost nothing for accommodation. Wow. Because they only paid one year's worth of the timeshare and then canceled it at the end. And I'm sure that timeshare company closed that loophole. Oh, (laughs) so you found a loophole. I mean, that's a bit cheeky, but I love it, though. And all their accommodations were like these, because they actually... I ran into them in three different countries. And the first time we just got to know them. Um, Then the second country, they invited me over for dinner and Mm -hmm. actually made us dinner in their suite. And then the third time in Thailand was actually their anniversary. So I babysat their two girls while they actually had a really nice night for their anniversary. But yeah, like you hear about people doing super savvy things. And I I love those stories when you find a way to... There's ways to stick it to the corporations. Yeah. Well, I'm finding a loophole in some contract. Like, that's hilarious. But I mean, there's even things like before we moved to London stuff, like I sold a bunch of my shit. Like, just as easy as that. I did like an online sort of garage sale. At the time, I don't think there was, uh, you know, there's there's apps now like Spock where you can easily put your stuff on and sell it. But I just put a bunch of stuff up on Facebook being like, right, I'm selling these at the time DVDs. People still paid for those. I'm like, I'm selling all my DVDs. Uh, I'm selling some furniture. And I actually made like a few hundred dollars just selling the stuff that I was going to get rid of anyway. So again, if you're willing to, we all, we live in a society where guys, we have so much stuff, like stuff, just get rid of some of it. Again, you'd be surprised who'll buy your shit. People bought tons of my shit. (laughs) And I think too, lots of people, the reason that they say is that they're a homeowner and really, at the end of the day, I know tons of people who are homeowners who rented their place out. Yeah. They became landlords. And there are services that can help you do it. You can do it yourself if you're willing to put the work in to get it ready, to rent it. I mean, there's uh, homeownership is definitely not a valid reason to not travel. Agreed. Sacrifice, guys, if you're willing to sacrifice your beautiful home that you worked on because you want to see the world <laughs> save some money yep. get get a tenant if, you, if you've got a spare room <laughs> rent that room out yeah get get yep. to hustling oh that's a good one steph and i are hustlers i don't know if you guys know this but we hustle <laughs> steph would you ever uh okay. would you ever hook on the side 
If it meant, meant you could save money for another around the world trip. I mean, I joke about it all the time. Where do you like, draw the line? Can- yeah. Like my go-to plan is always cam girl. Oh, good one. I knew a cam girl once. Genuinely. She, yeah. She made a fuckload Ooh. of money. And again, it's n- no shame, guys. It's a, it's a, it's a noble profession. I mean, it almost, yeah. 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 Teach I thought own. about, uh, I thought about doing, um, the, the, the phone sex before <laughs> genuinely when I, this isn't, this wasn't to save money for traveling, but, um, I, I got me cause you wanted to, no, <laughs> I got, I got laid off from a job. I don't know, in London a few years ago, and I was kind of stressing out. I'm like, what if I don't find another job? And a friend of mine was like, I know this woman that used to do phone sex, and she made a shitload of money, and they're like, you know, you're, you got a good voice for it. And I would be considered exotic over here. You know, they think they were speaking to some, like, hot American. A foreigner. Yeah, little do they know. It's Andrea from Canada. Um, but yeah, no, I genuinely looked into that. There's places that you can sign up for it. You just need a landline phone. So, Hey guys, another option. (laughs) I used to do radio spots for a Spearmint Rhino gentlemen's club back home. So I've got the, I've got, did you, I did. Do you not remember when I used to do like, can you do a little, can you check us out of this week's episode with a little sexy, little sexy. And I've, I've got the sick raspy voice. So, all right guys. So what did we learn today? Steph, <laughs> Steph, do you want to tie that up for us? I mean, I feel like I've said it four times. <laughs> <An extra. laughs> Get more income, stop spending. Uh, yeah, money in, money out. It's as easy as that. But don't yeah. be too proud to take on another job if you have to or rent out a room in your house or work as a call girl. If you want to save money to travel, there's lots of ways to do it. <laughs> All right. All right, guys. See, okay. Yeah. <laughs> See you next week. Say it sexy. Is that your sexy voice? No. Oh, can you? Do- my getting excited at your sexy you voice, a, voice. Can you do a sexy voice? <laughs> I don't have a sexy voice. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks so much for listening, guys. We'll see you next time. God, I'm sick. I love that. All the Shit I've Learned Abroad is a travel podcast focused on anything and everything related to travel. You can listen to us on multiple platforms from iTunes to Google Play Music and more. And with that, please, if you have a chance, give us a five-star review on iTunes or whatever platform you listen on. That drives us up the charts and really, really helps us out. Want to support us on Patreon? Find us over at Shit I've Learned Abroad Pod. Donations start as low as just $1. Also, if you could follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Shit Abroad Pod and Facebook by searching all the shit I've learned abroad. Thanks so much for listening. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. 
That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.